I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, Benita. Glad to meet you. For the kind of stunning newness, I must foresee you. Hey, being with you is a top priority. Ain't no need to question the authority. Chairman of the board, chief of affections, you got mine to swing in your direction. Hey, you're like a hip-hop song, you know? Benita Applebaum, you gotta put me on. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Monday night. Yes, yes, yes. And the mood is right. Talking about winning that fantasy football, y'all. Yeah, um, you, I'm out, I've been out. Well, you know, everybody can't routinely make it to the championship round in their fantasy football leagues. You know, some people have bad luck. You know, it's the luck of the draw. Some you people, know, I had bad luck two goddamn weeks in a row. I played John twice. He whooped my ass almost 200 points twice. There wasn't shit I could have done. Yeah, uh, you know, but that's why you have to make moves early in the season. And you got to get the people on your roster that you need to have in the playoffs. You got to watch the waiver wire. You got to listen to your podcast. Guys, I listen to fantasy football podcasts. I'm behind on some of my favorite podcasts because I sacrificed yeah, I did to be opposite. good at fantasy football. <laughs> I did the opposite. I was in everything else. Yeah, I didn't say anything to Karen about it because I said, hey, it's your team. If you want to throw away your money, you can. I made but a new plus. I wasn't throwing away my money. I will routinely watch her Facebook page. And I see listening to this podcast, listening to that podcast. <laughs> and I said, look, n- no disrespect, but black astronauts not covering fantasy football last time I checked. <laughs> and that's why your team ain't doing that good. You know, you got to find out who's out, who's out, who's out there. And that's, I, uh, my, that's my, why I'm in the, in the champ, going to the championship round in three out of four leagues. And, uh, the funny part about it is that my, both of my, um, uh, leagues were the opposite of each other. One league was good the other league was the exact same record but bad i was like no, no it was a different record uh-uh it was eight and four and four and eight yeah yeah that's, diff- that's different records different man. records but i mean yeah. yeah i was when i mean the opposite is like one was eight and four the other was four and eight so you know i won as many as i lost and lost as many as i won in the other one look no offense you keep supporting all the other podcasts out there y'all i do continue to network and build to be entertained I do. but you know what i'm entertained by them ducats and winning them rings that's what entertains me looking at somebody's face and tweeting them and going hey dog i'm going back to that championship i won't be offended if y'all went and listen to um football guys or some shit right now i wouldn't even be mad i it's about that papers will be here okay and uh yeah i had to get them ducats so uh, i'm looking pretty good you know about to get paid so i'm feeling like i'm in a good mood today i'm, I'm just glad we could be here and uh hopefully uh, i got i'm up 10 no i'm up nine and i have tory smith tonight and they have the kicker for the other team so Unless the kicker for the other team he throws two it. touchdowns. <laughs> be getting it. Kick, kick 45 field goals. Kick a couple 60 yarders. I should be good as long as Tory Smith does something. Uh, so, uh, we'll see what goes on, man. Just, I'll be paying attention at the end of the game. Make sure that Tory Smith doesn't die from a concussion or didn't play this game or some something. Shit. Yeah. That's I mean, happened. Happen. That's happened a lot too, man. We've ended the podcast. They were like, Aaron Rodgers out. I was like, fuck. Yeah, it could happen. I could be looking up there right now. Um, but, uh, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. No guests today. Tomorrow, I believe, I guess will be, if everything goes right, knock on wood. Uh, it should be Reggie and Nicole from, uh, the, uh, What's the Tea podcast. Mm-hmm. Two of um, my favorite people. Exactly. So hopefully that works out, man. Um, 
the uh let's see what else we got you can go to the blackoutist.com you can do a bunch of stuff there support the show uh become a premium listener if you're listening to the show for the first time or whatever and you're like what does it mean when you're when you become a premium listener we have spinoff shows we have a show about sports uh where we like to get silly and in depth it's called balls deep sports we have a couple podcasts where we interview people medium talk and uh lip smacking good we have a movie podcast where we review movies called spoil movie reviews yep and we have a podcast about nerd culture called the nerd off uh yep. it's very fun it is i think uh you see all the time on our timeline people that are premium vouch for it people enjoy it um and uh we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to to do that but uh yeah we can always use people signing up for that it definitely helps so if you are on the fence you know give it a try man sign up for a month and see what it sounds like and uh see what you're missing and uh see you know see if we can add some more joy to your life i know because like i said we only have a limited amount of time even though we do this five days a week it's still a lot of shit a lot of topics that we don't even touch and bring to this podcast because we talk about them on the other uh shows or even then we talk about it differently like yes, it's we just do. we have more in more, depth we yeah. go get other guests that you know specialize in it justin is the co-host of balls deep sports yes he is um so it's a completely different vibe the interview shows are completely different type of vibe mm-hmm. so um yeah check them out man sign up for a month if you're if you're if you're like wary or whatever you can always cancel or whatever but yes, you can uh it does help the show out uh because it's uh you know, this is a uh, high wire act. There's no net beneath us. If, if you motherfuckers all say fuck the premium shows, fuck your podcast, uh, we'll be back on the street. Now I have to get back to sucking dick for coke, and uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want you to. I don't want to have to do that. Guys. No, I don't want you to either. And and, and me and Roger always sit down. This is our baby, so we always sit down and talking. And and like I said, Roger is reasonable and rational. I'm like the daydreamer. So I'm like, well, hey, why can't we do this? Uh, hey, I got some more shit for you to do for another spinoff show. All the time, y'all. All the time. Um, Don't forget, also, you can leave five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. That helps the show out, too. Maybe you don't have any money. Maybe you don't, you know, you don't like us that much. But you like us enough to log into iTunes and Stitcher. You're on there probably every day to get your podcast anyway. Yes, we Take an extra you. couple minutes. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us uh, that we're the best. Tell us that we're the worst. Tell us anything. We will read it on the show as long as it's five stars. We sure will. You can like our Facebook page, which is just the Blackout Tips. Uh, we have fun over there. Post a bunch of different stuff for the community, uh, pictures and stuff. Uh, people always like them and share them. We appreciate that. Uh, and uh, what else can you do? Um, oh, you can email the show. Okay. You can email the show, blackouttips at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail, mm-hmm. 704-557-0186. We will listen and play those back during our feedback show on saturday mornings keep those under three minutes please okay no long ass voicemails nobody cares okay guys um you can also do stuff like um i don't know donate a bunch of stuff you can do to help the show out man Uh, all these things are great uh currently stitcher is having voting for their 2013 uh nominations for the podcast awards yeah, between now and december 24th right so if you go to uh stitcher and uh actually if you go to the blackout tips um facebook page mm-hmm. i have made it so that that post is promoted i paid so that you guys will see it when you go to the page should be the first post you, you see. see okay so and um the top, yeah. yeah click on that go vote if you have a facebook page you're gonna be on facebook right you can go vote right there 
fill us in for most original show we're trying to win most original show uh rather than uh you know offset all the other people that do so many different wonderful podcasts yes, yeah they have are more specific to some of the other genres yeah, yeah a lot of the people in this kind of impromptu family tree that we have like i don't want to like step on their toes not you know it'd be great if you guys nominate people that you want for all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. but uh if you're looking for one thing to nominate us for nominate us for most original show that's what the category we were in last year and uh maybe we can get back in there or something uh let's see what else was i gonna say uh the official weapon of the show what uh, is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. um i just had let's let's just talk about some things i've been noticing guys first of all okay. I, was on, I was on twitter today and uh, i hopped off oh what happened uh i saw a gender war brewing and you know how like it's kind of like when it's icy outside and you see somebody walking way too fast outside in the parking lot <laughs> you know they're gonna bust their ass yeah and you're like this motherfucker's gonna fall now i could be here to witness that pain and it could be embarrassing for both of us i could just turn yeah. around like i didn't even see this shit you haven't gone in the house and yeah. drink my cocoa and, and stay warm in the heat so I closed my motherfucking piano and slid up out of there like it was the juke junk and juke joint color ah! purple. Cause it, it wasn't worth oh, it. Oh, gotta go. Yeah, it just was not worth it. Um, it was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Um, and these motherfuckers were straight up arguing over, cause some dudes started to hashtag meninism. What the hell is supposed that? to be like feminism, which honestly, not to tap my own horn, but this is why I'm so much smarter than these dudes. Masculism is the word that makes sense here, okay? And it's a better name. Not just is it better, but masculism makes sense. Femininity, masculinity. Feminism, masculism. Yeah. Fucking duh. So I already knew it was going to be stupid. It's like when you see a comedian that just comes out and goes, black people do this, white people do that. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, okay, you're one of these comedians. You couldn't even get up. So Come on. Already they lost me because it wasn't clever. Then, two, you click on the masculism or meninism link, and it's fucking stupid because it's all stuff like, I like to comb my hair and get my ways forward. It's like, is that what y'all think feminism is? <laughs> I like to use my tampons. What? Is that that's what we No, nah, but it's for dudes, though. It's dude shit. It's like, uh, I wear boxes instead of briefs. Meninism, hashtag. Like, that's oh, not. Oh, okay, okay. More, 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 more of that sits. Oh, so, oh, so, so you, you, you wear your wavy cap to keep your waist, wavy? Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, that, that thing. It's like, uh, it's like, if I could use that, if, if, if it was, if you were able to and use. And it's not even clever and funny. If you were able to use a hashtag on men in, hashtag men in this Twitter, I would use it to block everyone. Like, I, why can't I do, like, they need to add that fun, fuck blocking people and not seeing their tweets. They need a fucking part of Twitter where you can like say anyone using this hashtag, I want to block them preemptively and never see them. Yeah. Cause it's so fucking stupid. You know, it doesn't make sense, man. I, I like, I don't know. I think it's like they just wanted to, you know, and then in, in true Twitter form, obviously feminists did get mad. Of course. And people are going back and forth about it. And that's when I logged out. I was like, this is stupid. Because yeah. you should not even give these niggas any attention. Fucking, yeah, it doesn't even make sense to give them attention. They're not serious. Mm-mm. 
you know what i mean like they're not even and then i see people like no men need to understand that this is the problem and this is no it's not the problem honestly these motherfuckers are idiot little boys and they're really not going to have any effect on life and they're just they're only doing it because they know you're going to give them attention and write these long ass posts and speeches and go back and and forth with them and my thing is this they're and the, the thing about it is that you giving them the attention that they want and, and, and what they're saying does not affect you. Right. You know, and it, like I said, it's hack, it's corny. You, it's like, it's, it's the shit that you just can't take seriously. It's almost like when it comes to shit like this, you have to pick and choose your battles. You can't fight about everything and have something to say about everything because then nobody takes anything you say seriously. Right. And they're being, and honestly, man, like they're being silly. Yes and poking fun so it's like if even if they were like uh for instance being like uh you know saying even if they're saying fucked up shit even if they were saying like rape is okay men in this twitter or some shit it's still them trying to be parody at and doing very doing hack shit yep but I, I really think a lot of these people that go on twitter and ran all day about different topics are kind of addicted to the fight and the attention anyway. Yes, they are. So yes, they're they going to give these guys way more than they're just due and probably change something that could have uh, been like passed off uh, easily or into so- a fight. Yeah, or, or something that within 10 minutes of nobody responding, they'd have moved on to some other shit. Right. You know, and, and, and I don't know. It's just... If they were funny, I wouldn't give a fuck because, you know, and I'm sure there's some funny ones in there. Don't get me wrong. If I but, went through all the lists, I'm sure I will find some that I will laugh at. But it's not funny. I can get, I haven't even read. I can guarantee you that most of that shit ain't, ain't funny at all. And this is why, by the way, I don't do hashtag masculism and masculist on Twitter, really, because I don't want mother, cause like what people don't understand about Twitter and what a lot of these people that complain about Twitter all day don't get is, you basically start trends and you can't control the twin trend. No, you can't. So if you, you start using hashtag masculus, somebody's not going to get the joke. The same way that whenever I bring up impossible white man, half of y'all niggas hit me up and say some shit that doesn't fit. Yeah. You know, isn't, uh, isn't, isn't Daffy this- Duck a ha- impossible white okay. man? You know, just like to see, yeah. Um, I, this is why I don't talk about it often. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like Owen from, uh, from, uh, uh, tastes like fried chicken um was like hey man you should really use the masculism hashtag more and i was like you can use it if you want but i don't want to deal with the problems yeah because it's gonna be problems yeah motherfuckers are gonna take it serious for one and two other motherfuckers trying to be silly are gonna fuck it up and say stupid shit that i don't agree with ain't that and i don't i'm not checking anybody over some hashtag shit it really isn't that important no it ain't so but anyway i saw that shit and i just thought man it's I swear every day ends with a Y. Motherfuckers gotta gotta go in there like the fucking scene from Five Heartbeats. <laughs> I got to fight to prove my love. Like, come on, man. Um, well, well, like, and and I, and I guess because like I said I'm so laid back. A lot of times I just ignore, mute, block, and just keep it pushing. Like my like, and it's one of those things where I, I've just learned that sometimes you. It's just one of those things, like you say. It's like you, it's like you see an accident about to happen. You just look up, go, Oh, the motherfucker's about to wreck. And you go, Okay, I'm going down the street. Yeah, basically, man. But I don't know. I saw that shit. It was just like, and then like to see respected 
I, I say respect. Maybe I should use the term more loosely, but I, people I respect, I don't know, yeah. respected in the field or the genre. I'm sure there's a lot of debate about all that shit, but people that I respect that they're going back and forth with these niggas, it's like, really? You're going to waste your time. It's like going down to the liquor store. And, it's like going down to the liquor store and fighting with the winos in front about motherfucking, uh, like politics. <laughs> yeah, that's not it's going like, nowhere. Don't, don't waste your brand on this shit, but I okay. told you I kick Obama <laughs> and his motherfucking ass right now <laughs> if he got in front of me. Yeah, but, uh, I, like I said, I just think motherfuckers so addicted to arguing. I hate, I almost hate to, that I see it. You know, I wish that I could believe people, but I'm so like, di- like I'm so disillusioned with people at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you might legitimately be about some shit, and I don't believe you anymore. Nope, because you know what I like. You and the bullshit, and I'm like, okay, that's dumb. It's kind of like how Twitter ruined rappers for me. Like I remember yeah. when, like, I had an idea about rappers, and then I'm like, what the fuck is Styles P doing with a tweeting? You know what I mean? Styles P is like, I bodied 27 niggas this morning, and then you see him tweeting, and you be like, man, we out of milk. I'm mad, you know, or something like that. And you're like, huh, this is different. <laughs> you know so that's yep. like that's kind of what twitter has done with me for a lot of people it's like you see their every thought their every action mm-hmm. and it made me just take people so much less serious no matter how serious they take themselves and i you know when i see these people that fight all day get into the same fights all the and time. you know they'll fight somebody that you know supposedly is hurting everybody and then they turn around and fight these little lame niggas it's like y'all niggas just like to fight yeah. At some point, yeah. you yeah. are my boy that I don't go to the club with. Because every time we go to the club, you, he fighting. Yeah. Now, according to him, every fight is justified and everyone is different. And But I noticed the common denominator in all these motherfucking fights is it's this you. nigga. And y'all are that nigga at this point. You know what I mean? I'm just like, mm. oh, man, I, I would go to the club with you, bro. But, uh... You know, you got in a fight last time. Man, first of all, now see that nigga stepped on my shoes. And when he stepped on my, I had a white Jordans on. I said, look, bruh, you know, I got the white Jordans. Don't step on my shit. He stepped right on me, looked me dead in my eyes. Now what I'm supposed to do? I'm like, all right, cool. I understand that time. But then the time before, remember, now hold up <laughs> yeah. the time before. Now remember the time before she spilled a drink in my face. And then uh-huh. her man was like, oh, 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 she's spilling drinks. My bad. And he was like, I apologize. It said he would buy me another drink. Man, how I look letting a man buy me a drink. So I punched him in his face. That's justified. I'm like, that, well, well, that's yeah, a lie. Well, yeah, but, but the, the, the time before. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I had, I, I do admit that I had my hand on her ass, but he didn't have to come over there and punch me. And what I'm supposed to do? I'm right. supposed to punch him back. I'm supposed to fight, right? You're like, come on, nigga. Yeah, I can't do it, man. So. You know, good luck with the fights, though. Um, I'll enjoy. I enjoy watching sometimes, but I normally log off. I do too. Then, then half the fucking tweets be like, and the men need to join us in the fight. I'm like, in what fight? This one? Pick a pick a good one. I'll let you know when I'm down. Yeah. Don't, don't ever call me an ally. I'm not down with that shit. Yeah, I know some henny penny fight and, yeah. and the shit that ain't gonna make a difference. You got to join me in this fight over Beyonce. I'm not joining. Mm. Not joining. Nope. I'm watching. Y'all, y'all handling it just fine. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Like I said, and I, and I love Beyonce and, and I, and I do interact with people, but it's one of the things where I love it. I'm going to come on. Like, uh, Sojo was saying that she wanted to, um, 
uh, sing uh, Beyonce's lyrics and stuff mm-hmm. at work. And I told her, I said, well, I ain't got the album yet. You know what? I'm going to sing it and I'm going to tweet it and I'm going to be happy. Come on, fuck with me if you want to. I'll block you and keep you pushing. Oh, you you do have the album, by the way. It's, oh, you shit. Just, you just need to go to your iTunes on your phone. I told you I already bought it. And we shared oh, that same account. Okay. Well, I didn't know it had finished. Yeah, Sorry. It's got, yeah, it's got 15... No, you go download it on your phone. It'll show purchases and you just down, you just hit, put my password in. Oh shit, for the rest of the night, that's gonna be me and them damn videos. Yeah, there's t- tons of videos on that shit, man. Um, you're gonna be saying yes all night. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I just thought that shit was stupid and, uh, motherfuckers gotta stop trying to fight all day. I don't know. I think, I think I'm gonna pull like a purge on my timeline at some point and I'm probably gonna piss a lot of people off, but. Uh-huh. I can't be involved in these fights all day. Nope. Some yeah. Every now and then, I don't even say nothing. I, I'm really like a I'm like a ninja. Mm-hmm. Um, I just go in and I I use these applications of uh, follow, mm-hmm. unfollow, friend and follow, and all that shit. And you know, if people unfollow me and I'm following them, I unfollow you. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 oh I'm, oh I'm yeah, a ninja. I'm I'm definitely petty. I'm team unfollow back. What? Like in you unfollow me, I'm like good riddance. I'm unfollowing you too, and I was like, well, I thought it was cool. Guess we not unfollow. Yeah, you ain't gonna be all of my timeline. I'm not in yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do have an ego about that shit. I had a, I do I, too. I had a dude, the dude that called me a sociopath. I was following him, and he was following me, and then he unfollowed me. Uh, and you know he didn't add me, but he was like, Rod, I've watched Rob become a sociopath in the last few years. I was like, that. That's the most insane shit ever. And I sent him a link to the definition of sociopath because only an insane person would think that's what I am. And he didn't respond. And then I was like, wait a minute. This nigga got like 400,000 tweets. I didn't want to see these shits either. Like, bye, good We both don't. Now we both don't like each other. Congrats. Yeah. How's it going to work one way? Yeah. And, and that's how a lot of people want it. They were like, well, um... You know, I won't be in your timeline, but I don't want you in mine. Right. Nope. Mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Put like this. It, it, it could be a peaceful divorce. I go my way and you go yours. I do. Yeah. I don't follow somebody in a heartbeat like a ninja and won't think damn twice. Right. See you on these streets. Um, I saw a woman rolling a wedding cake out of a bakery that makes like special cakes mm-hmm. for deliveries. Like, and, and it was like boxes of cakes. Like, Guess it wasn't just white. One, it was a white woman. Okay. Although I'm sure black people must make cakes or something at some point, but she was white and she was rolling out all these different wedding cakes and special occasions and all this stuff and this very fancy delivery that she's doing and all these boxes. I hope it was good. And well, how would I know? I didn't taste any, but <laughs> I was uh, walking in to, to, to get something to eat and I was thinking to myself, like, and I, I guess this must make me a fucked up person, but I just kept thinking, yeah. I could ruin her whole fucking existence right now by just fucking up those cakes. It would be so easy. Like they're so dainty and pretty and they're delicate and they've taken probably hours and hours, days of work. Sometimes, you know, they build up these 17 layers of the bride and the goon on top yeah, and pictures they, they, inside. They, they have to and put this shit together. Like literally, literally I've seen, like I said, I watch a lot of food network. Mm-hmm. I seen them shits like Lego blocks. Like they literally have like mapped out, like literally got like a map of, of this go here, this go here, this go there, this go there. Like they've made it like that. And I'm going to tell you right now, she going to fuck around and kill you with some frosting dog. Don't, yeah, don't I just do kept, that. I just kept thinking like, I could just like run up on all those cakes and do like, you know how when people dive into the pool, they do like cannonball. I could just cannonball into all those cakes right in front of her face on this cart and she would have to start crying. 
it would completely fuck up everything she believed in. I'm sure they had deadlines. She would have to start making them cakes all the way over. It was like, I, but I didn't do it, obviously, but I just had that thought for like, and it was only like two seconds that I had that thought. Like, <laughs> like, damn, what if I just fucked up her cakes? And then like, I immediately felt horrible. Like I did it. Like, what a horrible person you are to think well, something like that. Well, that is terrible. Well, don't feel bad. Something I think of that I know I would never do because I go to jail. I've always wanted to walk past the fire alarm thing at my job and just pull it for no damn reason. Really? Yeah, I've never. I know that seen, might sound crazy. I don't I, have that one. I just want to just go and ju- and it, 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 it be like and, and uh, be like um break the glass. I just want to say I want to see does the glass really break? You know, mm-hmm. shit like that. I know that might sound silly. I know I go to jail for that. That's the only reason why I don't do it. But yeah. I just want to take it and pull it and just run. Yeah, I've never had that one. But like the cake thing was new to me. Like I wanted to like go stand in front of her cart so she couldn't put you to a car, and then she'd be like, "Excuse me, sir, can I help you?" And I'd be like. Let me ask you a question. Uh, you make these cakes? Yes, sir. I'm like, well, you got like cakes going out to like weddings and uh, graduation and stuff like that. And I get her to talk about the cakes. I'm like, how long does it take to make one of these cakes? And be like, oh, you know, some of these cakes can take up the weeks. Like, and then we have to deliver them and they have to go special delivery. Like this one is going to Hawaii for a del- to, for a delivery. It's an ice cream cake and it actually has to stay frozen the entire time. Wow. Isn't that amazing? cannonball slash like splash and stomp in the cakes and, and, and have cake all over me and shit the, and like the, run around in the cake the and most dangerous like hump the cakes and shit in front of her face like oh i'm destroying your cakes the most dangerous part about that is that um a lot of sharp utensils was made to make them cakes well this was outside the shop I, but she had to go get the knife before she could get like she had to go get them and come back and get me. Now I'm I'm not gonna stay around. I'm about to say I'm, I'm this is obviously a, fuck you up. Yeah, this is a, a drive by of sorts, you know. A but, cake by a smash by. Yeah, but I mean I, I wouldn't do it. It's it's definitely too crazy. And the, the pulling the fire alarm to me seems way more of an asshole move than mine. <laughs> Cause I people were literally, just for the hell of it. People would really think they were gonna die and shit. I know, right? I've always wanted to do that. I I don't know why. Cause I'd be like, what is really gonna happen? I mean, I know the alarm and shit's gonna go off, mm-hmm. but I always wonder, have anybody ever done that shit just for the hell of it? Just yeah, obviously off? somebody has. Uh, people have done it in school. Uh, people trying to get out of test. Yeah, but I, I know me. I'm growing up. I'm like, my fucking fingerprints be all on that shit. They get my ass. Well, you can tell who it was when they try to get out of test because they don't come to class or they're the <laughs> one that goes to the bathroom. That's true. Doing the alarm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I, but, yeah, I do think about stuff like that where it's like, you know, like that time I quit McDonald's and uh, it was a bus uh, of kids pulling up. Yeah, that McDonald's closed. That I, was the fucking worst McDonald's ever. But it just felt so good because – one bus of kids had just come in and my job was to clean up after the all the kids and then they were like bus on the lot and my manager had just fussed at me about some shit and i knew that i wasn't coming back and i was like uh i walked into the lobby it was like you got to go clean the lobby and i walked right out the door and kept going ain't that the truth and i never looked back man so uh it was uh you know i could definitely get understand that you know how that works um Another thing I was thinking about, uh, I went to Total Wine the other day to buy some sake. Mm-hmm. So we can make Nagasaki bombs. That's right. It's time. Yes. Tis the season, if you know what I mean, guys. Uh, definitely have one tomorrow for the show. Woo-hoo! But, uh, we got some, uh, eggnog and I uh, had to buy some sake. 
and i was going to total wine i was looking around and i was like man total wine has some expensive ass wines like you know they have your 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 other stuff too but it's not like yeah. rock gut you know what no, i mean like they, total they, wine has your fancy flavorful different oh. types of liquors yes and they got i i like i say um I got the, 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 as, as, uh, they like to call it on whiskey, wine and mus- moonshine, the Negro palette. I like sweet shit. So they got the best dessert wine. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I, I am snobby. I hate regular ass wine because the shit is bitter and tart and nasty. Mm-hmm. And I ain't about that life. I'm like, if it ain't sweet, I ain't drinking it. Yeah. And so, uh, the dessert wine, it, there the the uh, variety is marvelous like like you go there and if you got a sweet tooth you like yes yeah i love that place man um although i went there i was like it was a little bit racist because nobody asked to help me you know i was like that's a little racist nobody could have asked to help they was asking to help everybody else black man come in Wearing a toboggan, jogging pants, and have a beard. All of a sudden, y'all go blind. It's forty-seven <laughs> people there. Forty-seven people per hour working. I don't even know if they had customers. It's just people working. I went there in the middle of the day. Then it's stocking. It was just me and like three old people in there, and nobody could even walk by and be like, "So, uh, what kind of wine can I interest you in?" And I wanted them to ask too, because I was looking for sake, motherfucker, and I knew what a sake was, but I just wanted to let them know that I was breaking their stereotypes. Like, sir, can I point you to the dessert wines? Actually, motherfucker, you can't. I'm here to buy some sake. Ah. What do you think of that? Bet you didn't see that coming. Surprise. Yeah. Oh, and and my uh crazy ass. I remember the first time I went to, to Total Wine. I'm gonna tell you how 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 uneducated and unsavvy I was. At Total Wine, they got this thing and they got this uh thing sitting over to the side. It was like. Yeah, you put your bottle in here and you can make your shit freeze. And I was like, hey, how does it work? And why would you do that? And why are you trying to give your bottle a bath? I didn't realize that the, it's like something that like quick freezes your wine in case you're taking it to like a party or something like that. Well, it doesn't. I didn't comprehend that. It doesn't freeze it. it oh, it chill, don't? It chills it. <laughs> See, so you how much you I know. Want, why would you want to freeze wine? You chill, I don't know. It helps you chill the wine. So if you get it off the shelf, you put it in there for a little bit. It chills the bottle and chills the, the liquid so that a lot of people serve wine chilled. Some people might serve it at room temperature, but, you know, uh, those people are savages. Uh, people like me uh, prefer our wine chilled. You know, uh, people, some people like to, uh, you know, have that, that hot room temperature wine. And that's fine uh for for some of the stuff but for the what for what we drink we normally would chill it you know what yeah I mean? and and the thing is like i like uh th- them ver- like you know we eat some harris tea to hair you know mr t to get a lot of our money mm-hmm. but the thing about harris tea that time they can be so overwhelming like because- well they don't have anybody in there really working the only time they have somebody that knows about wine are the people trying to sell their own brand of wine that's so they're true. not going to help you that's true too yeah so um you know, me personally, man, I, I prefer uh, to keep my wine chilled if I can. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole wine culture to like people in chat are saying red is room temperature and shit like that. Personally, I prefer to put my wine in a sippy cup and just go to town, you know. Uh, but whatever. What I will say is 
it's a little bit elitist and classes and just you know how karen just implied she was not savvy she felt a little bit uncouth I the did. people in the chat room are talking about oh red wines are to be served at room temperature yes. and chilled wines are to be white wines and, and and the thing about it i'm not even gonna lie y'all uh when it comes to wine i felt uh dumb because uh, they'd be like, well, you know, uh, your wine has to be soaked in a red oak and it has to be done this long and it has to taste like this and it tastes like tree bark and branch. And you're like, how the hell are you getting that flavor from swelling it in the cup and licking it in your lips? Like, I don't understand. Is, is it good or not? That's all I want to know. Yeah. So you, you know, and you are dumb when it comes to wine. So am I. Like, I'm not a wine connoisseur. And I was thinking like how it's kind of a daunting task for a normal person because yes. you would actually think that most people don't buy wine because they feel priced out, but it's not that expensive. It's no more expensive than a fucking six pack of, you know, any just about beer on the wall, you know. Um, if you get an imported beer, you're probably paying that much for a six pack. You can get a bottle of wine, but it's just intimidating because they make you feel so stupid. Yes, they so do. So I was thinking they should start another store that is for people that don't know much about wine and call it Total Wine O. And that way it ah! can sell, it could just sell like cheap rock gut liquor that, you know, we all know what to do with. You know, you never have this argument about fighting cock. Nobody's like, oh, fighting cock, you know, you got to chill that malt liquor, my brother, because if you don't chill it, it will sit on your stomach all day. Uh, you're welcome. You know, like Total Wino will be much, it will be cheaper. So you wouldn't be afraid to go in there. Like, oh, 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 you, you, you don't want the Colt 45. Mm-hmm. Step, steps. Go, go, go up a little bit. Mm-hmm. This one right here is good for you. You won't, you won't have a bad hangover. Listen, right. my brother, I'm, I'm trying to save you. Have you had Mad Dog 2020? Yeah. You have? Okay. Now, I noticed that you were looking at the grape flavor. Uh, and that is a popular choice, but, uh, mind if I steal you over to the fruit punch flavor? Because a lot of people sleep on that. And, uh, I believe you would enjoy it, sir. Man of your palate. Uh, there's a special going on, two for 99 cent. They always be cheap. Yeah. I don't know how, how did Mad Dog make money? That shit be cheap as fuck, man. Yes. I don't, like the people that make Mad Dog, I don't know, they're stealing it or something, cause Some I've never, on. I've never seen it not on special. And it's I've never, always on sale. And, and this, and all the flavors are like Kool-Aid. All of them. I don't even, I feel like it's just out, it's, it's just, Rock gut liquor and then Kool-Aid powder is the ingredients <laughs> to Mad Dog. Ah! And that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. How do you make it, Mad Dog? Moonshine and Kool-Aid powder. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. But like, oh, so I see that you like this moonshine. Well, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Shh, don't tell nobody. Out back, we got our own moonshine that we sell in here. But if you go out back, the deal is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the wino place. So I guarantee you somebody's making something. Right. You could, and like, they could hire, instead of going to get any sophisticated, buttoned up shirt, tie wearing, uh, you know, classy wine people, they could have like bums and winos working there. And they, and they could put their knowledge to use, you know? And be like, oh no, mm-mm, don't drink for a local, you get a headache. Okay, if you're gonna drink for a loco, you can't do it straight. You need to dilute it with a little bit of gin. That's right. Ah! Gin, gin is actually less strong than for a loco. You know, they know shit oh, like that. And you know what? And they would tell, which I learned over the weekend about hot toddy. They were like, if you got a cold, let me tell you how to do that hot toddy. Get you some whiskey. Put a little bit of honey in it and warm it up. 
Mm-hmm. If you got a cold, it'll open you up and you'll feel good. Why not be knowing, man? And and the people that told the wine, they don't know that. They know, sophistic- uh, they know sophisticated, sophisticated shit, stuff. you know? Yeah. They know, oh, no, yeah. this is a, this, this right here has a little hint of dirt. Some, ah! you can tell this is a summer Some wine. Sage. Yeah. This is a summer wine. You can tell. A little bit of oregano. Look how it swirls. Look how it swirls. <laughs> like, I would and love. Smell it. I would love to see a wino do that shit with some mad dog. Like just open it up and be like, Oh, look at this mad dog. Now this is a good batch. You can tell this is from March. Cause, cause all mad dog is like six months old. Like they don't have a shelf life. Ah, no, like wine. Like there's no such, there's no such thing as a, as a, a 18 year old mad dog brew. So it's, oh, like, no. Mm, this looks like March. It was made on, on a summer day, uh, on a sunny day. And, uh, uh huh. I taste a little bit of gasoline. Uh, there's some gasoline in there. Ah! Let me swirl it around a bit. Oh yeah, yep. Definitely rubbing alcohol. This is a good brand. This is a good branch. We need to. Ah! I have to. We do they, do they do they do they smell it? Go. You don't want this batch. Did they, you know they're trying to teach you this batch is laced with a little bit of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Two for five. No, yeah. that makes it more expensive. I don't know what you're talking about. That's No, no, they don't, because they, why know? They trying to drink it themselves. If you find that cocaine, they, yeah, they might steal you away. That's how you know it's good. But, uh, yeah, yeah little brother said, I taste hints of kerosene. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I want. Total wine, though. That's be my like, vision. Be like, be like, Everything will be cheap. Hey, yeah, be like, is that diesel I smell in here? Right. Ooh, this is a good batch. Um, The only problem... <laughs> The only problem would be, um, of course, they would probably try to put these in the hood and I'm not going to the hood to buy my, my total wine. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-mm. I wanted to be in the same spot as total wine. Oh, that'd be great. I just want to be like, uh, total wine or total wine. I feel like I would walk in total wine every single time. Mm-hmm. Every single time. I'd be like, uh, you know what? I don't want to deal with these uppity upper crust motherfuckers. Let me go amongst my people. What's up, my winos? Now, what y'all got cooking in here? And they will learn all the customers now. You know they will yeah. know everybody. Can you tell me something about the wild turkey? <laughs> like, I would love to say <laughs> the wild turkey. to say that for shit. In a, uh, about this fighting cock, sir. Um, what, what? the name of a drink? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. What year is uh, this fighting cock, sir? Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. And then you have to hear fighting cock t- story. Mm-hmm. Is this slit smart liquor the bull or is this okay? It I'm is the bull. All right, now what? How did they malt this liquor? I would love to know uh how they take it. Take me through the process, you know. Um, but uh, all right, man. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about. Oh, and here's the last thing. Speaking of racism, because this happened the same day. Uh oh. Like first, like I got hit with double racism within like an hour. It was. I wasn't ready, y'all. My mouth was still open. I was caught off guard. I wasn't ready. I walked, like, for the, the, the total wine happened second, but before we, this, we went to our normal sushi restaurant, mm-hmm. which I, which I love. It's one of my favorite sushi restaurants. Go there and get lunch with Karen. Yes, sir. And talk about the podcast. Do Yo, business. We lunch. do. And, uh, well, I, I went in there and we go quite often they know us they know our order just about but there's a new lady working today yeah and she goes in and she goes um she comes over to the table when i get there and she brings us uh some uh you know our appetizer and shit i'm like cool got the appetizer that's what i'm talking about and then she's like do you guys want a fork and i like i had to stop myself 
because like my first reaction was like bitch but i stopped myself and just was like no i had my i already had my chopsticks out they were broken and i was ready to use them she wasn't paying no attention she just gonna ask me do i want a motherfucking fork like we've never been asked that there before yeah uh you know not since the first time Um, yeah i've ever had sushi and i know this shit only happens to black people and i don't care what y'all say they i guarantee they be assuming white people can use these motherfucking chopsticks dog you get you ask you wait till they ask you do they need a fork when it's some white people was well, black people it's like you niggas obviously need spoons and 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 some type of savage utensils there's no way you have the finger dexterity and the patience to use uh chopsticks right I don't. I can eat rice with chopsticks, motherfucker. I, you know, I've gotten better. I ain't gonna, I've gotten better with chopsticks. Roger looks at me because a lot of my sushi and shit, I eat with my hands. No, I, just, I don't look at you. That is a lie. Okay. The truth that it is actually more authentic to eat sushi with your hands. Oh, I didn't know that. That I, is how, the, that is originally how I was eating. So it's not, oh. it's not even some hood shit. Uh, if people try to hit you with that, uh, eating it with your hands is actually, uh, to me, it's easier to eat it the way it's supposed to be eaten. But, even besides that i know how to use fucking chopsticks man why would i open them up and put them in my hand waiting on my food if i was gonna turn around and be like i need a fork this is terrible yeah i even i even had uh uh i don't know if i got him anymore I, um for chopsticks if you learn how to use chopsticks i think somebody at there at the sushi one one place gave me some like i call it chopstick training reels mm-hmm. where you could actually click them to your chopsticks and it'll actually show you how to properly use them so i've gotten a little bit better because of that yeah, it's just easy, man. I like chopsticks. I like using them. It's one of the reasons I like sushi and stuff. Um, but, uh, even still, even if I wasn't, I feel like forks are a thing you ask for when you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And it's completely fine. There shouldn't be a stigma about it. But no. if I don't ask, don't offer. That's true. That's true because. It's a fucking fork and I'm in a sushi place. I'm good. Yeah, cause most people. What are you gonna give me a knife next? A spoon? Ha <laughs> ha! Here's a spoon for your sushi. Would you like an ice cream scoop, you unclassy motherfucker? There's there's no possible way you know how to use two. There's two of these sticks. You're not that intelligent. Yeah, like I was holding a stick in each hand. (laughs) I guess I. What what do I do with these? I stick them up my nose. I don't understand how I'm supposed to. You are these to stab? Am I supposed to stab the food? Not to use my chopsticks. I was very disgusted with her. But uh, I still tipped her though. I, I feel like it was just an honest mistake. You know, yeah, sometimes because it's, like, it's she subtle. was new. Yeah, I don't think she walked up and said black people. She probably has had experience where black people tried sushi and they didn't know how to use chopsticks. That's true too now. And she was like, you know, this is probably one of those cases. But uh, she was wrong. Yeah, she was. All right, man. We got a lot of articles to get into. Let's talk about them. Let's do it. First things first, this will make white people happy that have been asking us have you noticed that it's only white people that have been asking us about the nsa shit and drones and all that mm. no black people have ever sent us the question about the drones and the nsa and why we don't care because we got other shit to be worried about yeah i'll be like i would like um i don't know basic rights and humanity first come and on now we'll, to be treated like a human being after we tackle that to we'll work on uh them watching us through xbox live i think that's a fair trade um but uh yeah apparently the nsa had a major uh ruling uh, against it today um 
uh, it was ruled to be unconstitutional. Well, a setback for the NSA in federal court today, a federal judge uh, ruling today that the NSA's gathering of so-called metadata, information about telephone calls, is unconstitutional. The judge, however, said that he was going to stay his own ruling here and allow the government to appeal the decision. Now, at issue here is this collection of so-called metadata, information about phone calls, such as the number called, the time and date of the call, that sort of thing, as opposed to the content itself. However, it is a blow to the NSA to have a federal judge use that term unconstitutional when applied to the NSA's gathering Don't your of phone company do that? Uh, what do you, what, what? Don't your phone company do that shit? Yeah, they do. But okay. I mean, the NSA is not, you know, doesn't necessarily collect. Like, before what it is, is like, you need a call. So like, hey, I think Karen's a terrorist. Can I see her phone records? The NSA okay. was just like, uh, we taking these shits. All of them. And, uh, we'll analyze it on our own time. Ah. We just want all the data. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, I like that there was, this is one of my favorite quotes in this article, though. Uh, it says here, the government does not cite a single instance in which analysis of the NSA's bulk metadata collection actually stopped an imminent attack or otherwise aided the government in achieving any objective that was time sensitive in nature, he wrote. Leon said, this is my favorite quote, founding father James Madison would likely be aghast at the NSA's activities. Founding father James Madison would be aghast at the fact that you can find titties on the fucking internet come on now. if you could get in a time machine and bring james madison to 2013 he would never make it to the nsa part of the internet because he would be looking at titties all goddamn day there are free titties on the motherfucking internet 24 7 and anything you put in google returns a search of some titties there's no fucking Even way if you don't put in titties you're gonna get titties yeah father james madison would be aghast at world star uh <laughs> ain't that the truth black people being free uh yes yeah. not being slaves yeah he can't he can't go go to one and be like be a good nigga and go out and do such such for me women being able to vote uh like he would women be not being property yeah, he would be aghast at everything. He would be looking like, what, what do you mean the gays can walk around free and what, what is this gay party they be having? I don't understand this. We stay worshiping these dudes, man. It's like these dudes were kind of pieces of shit. Come on. They now. were kind of like, sure, they did create the framework for a country was a huge undertaking. But at the same time, let's not take for granted. That these motherfuckers were some slave wife beating motherfuckers too, dog. I don't want to hear James Madison. How dare you? <gasps> fuck you. Fuck you and fuck James Madison. How I dare you bring that so... shit up? James Madison would be so upset at the NSA, although he would not know what the fuck a satellite was, a cell phone, probably a phone. <laughs> like what the? Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like. What do you mean this Negro Barack? What uh, Obama is, yeah. is the president of the United States of goddamn America? Could you even explain to James Madison what was going on? Like it, it's, it's it like all sense right, to him. look, we got James Madison, Judge. Okay, now can you explain to him what's going on? Yes, James. Listen, this is very important. We would like to get your opinion on it. All right. The NSA has been wiretapping everybody and they're collecting metadata from the phones. So, excuse me, what'd you say, James? Mr. Madison? Oh, oh, a, um, yeah. The NSA is National Security Agency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So the National, National Security Agency, they would be, what, what is a phone? Yeah. 
uh well a phone is like a thing that you use to talk to someone who's far away no not like a letter well i mean if a letter was <laughs> if a letter was instantaneous pigeon? pigeon if a letter was instantaneous mr madison then yes that would uh that would be uh would you like something to drink mr madison you look rather flushed uh donnell can you uh bring him something to, to drink real quick thank you donnell uh no 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 donnell is the bailiff he's <laughs> he's, he's not my slave he's not I, my, no I don't, I don't own him. i don't own donnell no no he can do he can leave this is a job he makes money here so that is what? uh you, you pay them yeah that mm-hmm. okay you pay so, them to show up so they collect metadata what is metadata what is meta wow ah! wow uh i mean that is really hard to explain it's just like they, they pull a lot of raw data from you know different electronic sources and electron what is electronics okay uh wow we're gonna have to have a one-on-one class with you we're gonna need a recess yes um, for so me and for you we can get james madison up to speed so that he can be upset because james madison <laughs> we're gonna have to get you on wikipedia what is wikipedia right that is correct well it's on the internet what is the internet right well you have to go on the computer a computer oh okay see a computer is like a typewriter you oh type you don't okay you don't have a typewriter all right well i understand james it's like take um, a candle it's, it's like a real quick morris code um, right imagine a candle and uh some wax imagine that but on you know you could you send it to people far away mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i feel like uh they worshiping these dudes too much so i, I saw that line i was just like yeah uh shut the fuck up founding father james madison would be aghast <laughs> like okay yeah, he them people dead and gone yeah um and they can represent anything you want them to represent because they literally are not here to speak for themselves but they, I think a lot of people who really throw these forefather shit up would be shocked if they really could talk to these people and, and these people who would evolve and change as they learn. So you don't really know what the fuck these people would represent and stand for now. Yeah, this judge was eccentric as shit. He writes, to draw an analogy, if the NSA's program operates the way the government suggests it does, then omitting Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint from the collection would be like omitting John, Paul, and George from a historical analysis of the Beatles. A Ringo-only based database doesn't make any sense, and I cannot believe the government would create, maintain, and so ardently defend such a system, he wrote in footnote 36 of page 38. Goddamn. Um, okay, my thing is this. They're doing this because when George Bush was in office at 9-11, everybody passed these laws so y'all can do anything y'all want to. So mm-hmm. guess what? They was doing anything they wanted to because we gave them the power and the authority to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now weird. everybody wants to act shocked and surprised that they listening to every damn thing you do and you say when people gave them the rights and the authority to do this and nobody had a problem back then because we want to catch the terrorists. Look, I'm not arguing whether or not it's wrong. I think it is wrong to just take everybody's data. I just don't expect anything more of our government. Like, yeah, if yes. I had, if, if you put me in charge of security and you said, what do you need to defend this country? My my ass is going to say, what can I get? Because I want it all. I want all of it. Like, that's like, it's power, absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Like, you have somebody that has a green light to collect anything, and they're going to do so. And that's my, that, and that's my thing. You know, you, 
yeah, they shouldn't have all this unlimited access, but it's a thing. You gave them unlimited access. Yeah. They get mad because they have unlimited access. That's dumb. But you get mad because they're using it. Yes. What else did you think they was going to do? Just collect it and send it to the side? Yeah. All I know is fuck James Madison. Um, did you guys, I, we haven't covered this on the show, but apparently there's a dude like ran over some people and in his car killed four people because he was driving drunk and uh he has been um he successfully defended himself in court well not himself but lawyers successfully defended him by saying he was uh he had affluenza which what's that um that is like when you're so rich you don't understand the consequences of your actions what yeah you're so rich and disconnected from other people that uh you can't understand decipher right for wrong yeah i think i actually have um a link to an article on it see if i can play it but um yeah they're taking it pretty serious i mean obviously people died Father and the husband uh, of those two lovely babies that you Thank saw you. there, Holly and Shelby, sir. Uh, first of all, we're so sorry uh, for your awful loss, and I know this must be incredibly Thank difficult you, Martha. for Thank you. Thank you. So you went through this process. You're in juvenile court. You say you know that you know that was where you were, so you expected that that would have some impact. What kind of sentence did you expect he would receive? You, you know, in talking with the district attorneys ahead of time, we kind of knew what the options were. We knew that the maximum sentence was a 20-year um, sentence, which in the juvenile system meant that Ethan would be eligible for parole in two years. And while recognizing that that's, you know, kind of the circumstances we were dealing with, you know, I wasn't real happy with those circumstances. You, uh, you look at 180 years of future life taking from the four individuals. You look at uh, Mr. Molina, who is, you know, um, lying in a uh, in his bed, basically paralyzed, mm-hmm. and so you sit and you think, you know, even a two-year deal of of a two-year sentence before he's eligible for parole, um, you know, didn't exactly seem fair under those circumstances. And as you know, as we went through the court process, um, you know, basically the defense, uh, Ethan, stipulated. Uh, to the evidence, the facts of the evidence stipulated right. that he was the driver of the car. There was no doubt in those yeah. um, estimates. And, and you would think, based on the outcome, that maybe somehow the prosecutors blew this thing, and that just couldn't be further from the truth. The, uh, there are no doubt that the victims' families yeah. thought that the prosecutors did an outstanding job. Yeah. And uh, until I heard this term, uh, affluenza, I certainly had no idea that it would have the impact and bear yeah. on the on the lack of yeah. sentence that yeah, they I want to uh, get to that. Uh, you know, and as you point out, he was he was three times the legal limit. He's 16 years old now. Uh, he killed, hit and killed four people who had pulled over to to fix a car on the side of the road. Your wife and your daughter went out to help uh, their friend, and then a pastor was also there plowed into That's all correct. four of them and took their lives, also injured some of the other kids who were in the back of the pickup truck with him, as, as you have pointed out. But I want to get to this. This dude lost his wife and daughter. How does he not want to kill this kid? Like, he's holding it together remarkably well. Issue of affluenza, because I think folks at home are probably saying, what what the heck could that possibly be, and how could it be um, a, a defense here? Let, let's play a little bit of the defense attorney, Scott Brown. 
We applaud Judge Boyd for, for having the courage to issue the sentence that's going to give Ethan Couch a chance to, to develop into uh, a productive citizen and, and try to make amends for his actions. I do believe, we used to call these people spoiled brats. I wish I hadn't used that term. Everyone seems to have hooked onto it. I think we all suffer from affluenza, not all of us, about 80%. All right, so if what? people at home are having... You know how I can, how sometimes you kill four motherfuckers and be like, my bad. <laughs> sometimes shit happens, you got to get your drink on. Dude, they not realize that you're talking about probably less than 5% of the population that would even qualify for this shit, and you you talk, talk about some motherfucker 80%. Uh, anyway, man, uh, I just thought that was a crazy-ass circumstance. Yes, um, and, and rich, and... Uh, he's going to get 10 years probation. Plus a stint at a high-priced private counseling center in California paid for by his father, who's rich. Yeah, that that play, I guarantee you, that played a role. And it's one of those things where um, money mattered, no matter what you try to say. And it's one of those things where if it was a nigga, A, they'd probably been charged as an adult, and B, Mm -hmm. they'd have got more time. I feel like, uh, yeah, if they were broke, if they were just regular Per, a regular person that didn't have any money they would definitely have been he'd be in prison of course um because that's the you know this defense uh it's a term that is uh pop for a popular non-medical uh condition marked by irresponsibility reckless behavior casual sex substance abuse and all-around obnoxiousness antisocial conduct seen in a, some wealthy people and especially their kids a psychologist brought it brought in by couch's defense attorney Claimed affluenza was the root cause of his criminal acts. And 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 I and I feels th- like the next Showtime hit. Yeah, and I and I guess for me, so you basically so they basically saying once you get so much money, you excuse for all your irrational behavior. You're not accountable for what's right and what's wrong. You're not accountable for any of that stuff because your money just just justifies it all. Yep. Okay. Speaking of affluenza, Chris Brown's probation got revoked over his DC arrest. And we all know Chris Brown's had 17 chances at this point. Um, Why this nigga in jail? You know, it's funny. It's funny because I feel like at some point we're going to have to stop saying the Chris Brown's only whatever his age is. That's a grown ass man. And at some point you have to say this is an adult making a bad decision. Yes. And And I don't accountable. I don't know when you pull the trigger on that. Some people are going to pull it late in life, but you know, I, I I can't stand to see people be like, well, he's only a kid. And it's like, is he still only a kid? Because this has become a pattern at some point. And you know, the Rihanna thing happened in uh, 2009 and it's 20 it's the end of 2013 about to be 2014 and he still can't help but run in with the law man like dude is just a fuck up a judge on monday revoked chris brown's probation after his recent arrest on suspicion of a misdemeanor assault in washington dc but the ruling will not alter the singer's requirements to complete rehab and community labor for his 2009 attack on rihanna Superior Court Judge James R. Brandlin cited details contained in an arrest report as his reason for revoking Brown's probation for the second time this year. He ordered Brown to return to court February 10th on the updated uh, update on his progress in rehab. Prosecutors did not request that Brown be sent to jail on Monday's hearing. They never do. 
in november brown was ordered to spend 90 days in a treatment uh program for anger management and other issues Braylon, when, when is he gonna get the judge? He's gonna be like, nigga, I don't care how goddamn much you dance and how many videos you make, you dance your ass on up there in the jailhouse. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Braylon said probation officials report the Grammy winner has handled the problems, the program well in recent weeks. Uh, I'm pleased he's doing well in treatment. You know, the thing is that happens here is it's a complex situation because a lot of black people feel like. Chris Brown is unfairly prosecuted because he's black. And if he was white, he'd be able to get away with this shit more often, such as like a Charlie Sheen or somebody. The problem I have with that is I don't want to, I can agree with you that he might have, but I feel like those niggas should be in jail too. Ain't that the truth? Like it's On like both they, sides. That's yeah, right. they, they try to paint this picture like, well, because so-and-so ain't go to jail and he white, then somehow, Chris Brown not going to jail is, or if he does go to jail, it'd be some type of injustice, but he's gotten every single break you can get I and be a fuck tr- up. What, what does he, what, ha- what needs to happen for him to go to jail? Does he need to commit murder for him, yeah. for you to find him like, oh, fuck, it's like this art, it's like this R. Kelly shit. Uh, a new, another report was released today. It's like four or five pages long and it's detailing the accusers. It's detailing what happened, like, some of the effects, psychological effects it had on the girls is detailing the payoffs and the fact that some of these cases and judgments were sealed. And it's like, okay, can we, at what point can can you stop dick riding for a dude because you like his songs? Come on now. Like, at what point can you just go, this dude's a piece of shit? That's all. Yeah. It's a very simple. kids. Yeah, it's very simple to say. It doesn't have to be uh, some type of, um, you know, it doesn't have to, it doesn't, it shouldn't have to take some type of fucking, um, huge blowback we're not expecting you to go to his house and try to kill him we're just saying he's a piece of shit duh you know but uh yeah chris brown not as bad as r kelly obviously uh he's not must be having sex with underage kids routinely but he might beat him but he ain't have yeah, sex he with might him. beat him up a little bit if he had to but um anyway he was arrest uh it was a arrest report filed after a man accused the r&b singer of hitting him outside the w hotel in washington uh, Brown and his bodyguard were initially charged with felony assault, but the case was reduced to a misdemeanor. Brown has been ordered to appear in D.C. in a D.C. court on January 8th. I also remember he did like a hit and run. No, he like hit somebody's car mm-hmm. and something else happened and they paid that person off mm-hmm. and he didn't go to jail earlier this year. So it's like, you know, just he's yeah. been playing it real fast and loose and he has money and, and access to it. And uh, his yeah. affluenza is acting up. I guess so. Um, a teenager has been charged with reckless conduct after a car burst into flames at a tribute to the late film star Paul Walker. A group of car enthusiasts congregated at Aberdeen Links Road Retail Park on Saturday the 14th after the death of the actor in a crash in California on November 30th. The meeting was said to have been organized by a car enthusiast group, Track and Street Grandpain. A car fire at the meeting was reportedly reported shortly after 10 p.m. Oh, Lord. You, you really can't make this shit up. A spokesman for the police service said the fire, which occurred during a gathering of car enthusiasts, was quickly extinguished by a unit from the Scottish Fire and Restaurant Rescue Service. A 19-year-old male has been charged with reckless conduct in respect to the incident. A report will be submitted for the pro- procurator fiscal. I don't know what that means. Trying to kill themselves, too? The bystander said the fire began after revving the engine for 20 minutes in tribute. If you see a picture of this car, I will put the. <laughs> That's not revving your for twenty minutes. Wait till you see the picture of the car. This shit ain't no Porsche Carrera, y'all. Like, 
this is one of those like uh nigga the fuck was you thinking you can't rev it up in your honda civic yeah you can't rev this piece of shit up for 20 minutes come on you ain't you ain't got no sports car that was designed yeah. to be revved up like that of course that shit fucking exploded that into flames up. yeah it did. that car ain't been running hard for 20 minutes since you got it come on that's the hardest that car ran since you bought it dog yeah it's like oh i had to turn up my my, my, my 1952 t- yeah. camry my nissan versa i'm just gonna rev it and let paul know that we vroom, out here with him uh, you smell that yeah oh i think we might be in trouble y'all is it smoking it's smoking you keep going because i guarantee you it was warning signs before the shit blew up in flames now, i just hope they don't do a tribute to mandela anytime soon me either they fuck around be oppressing black people or something mr. yeah be mr. doing bad sign language mr walker best known as brian o'connor in the fast and furious film series was best known as was killed along with former professional racing driver roger rodas uh when the poor sports car they were traveling hit a lead post and burst into flame mr walker's ashes were buried on sunday in a private ceremony so um yeah way to be a dumbass dumbass Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna show everybody that that what paul walker was about y'all look at this picture of this car you tell me how the fuck was that supposed to stay in 20 minutes of anything? <laughs> that the truth? You couldn't do 20 minutes of sex in this car. <laughs> it might burst into flames like this. Yeah. like All you, that friction. If you did like a 20 minute brisk run. <laughs> Beside the car. And like then hopped in the car to go home, it would explode. <laughs> From the friction of your body. Yeah, this motherfucker is sitting up here just burning, burning up the fucking engine. I know the shit all up in red smoke coming out. It's tears down his eyes. This is for you, Paul. <laughs> I live my life 25, a quarter mile at a time too, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> too fast. Too, oh, is it smoke? Is that smoke? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I think I might need to stop revving. <laughs> right. Uh, this happened to a, a Wichita news anchor uh, at the end of the news. That is all the time we have for this Saturday night. Saturday Night Live is next with a new one with John Goodman as host. We'll be back tomorrow after football. Hope to see you. Let's get the fuck out of here. I sent my letter in early. Ah, you're ready to go. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? That is so good. I had to play it again. That is all the time we have for this Saturday night. Saturday Night Live is next with a new one with John Goodman as host. We'll be back tomorrow after football. Hope to see you Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he did not realize his camera was on. Oh, That's no. a job. He was like, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. Fuck Saturday Night Live. I'm out. Oh, I love these, man. I remember the... Uh, keep fucking that chicken like i love these man where somebody fucks up remember the drunk weather lady the, the drunk lady who was on the news yeah she was drunk as oh, a skunk man oh my god i'll play it one more time i'm sorry guys it's just too good to me <laughs> that is all the time we have for this saturday night saturday night live is next with a new one with john goodman as host we'll be back tomorrow after football hope to see you out of here <laughs> <laughs> oh and could you imagine the people was like oh shit that went live oh 
Hot mic, brother. Hot mic. You have to watch your back. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he ready to go. <laughs> uh, Beyonce shattered iTunes sales record. I know she did. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yes, say. Um, Beyonce's sneak, Beyonce sneak attack is paying off. The singer's latest album released with no advance warning. It has shattered iTunes record for largest sales week for an album. In just three days, the self-titled recording logged more than 617,200 downloads in the U.S. According to Apple, the company also announced the album has sold, holy shit, 828,773 downloads across the globe as it quickly shot to number one in more than 100 countries suck my dick lady god god get it get it it, girl get it girl get it 25 million for what get it girl get it beyonce was like i can do this shit for free she just showed up i have arrived by my shit it's on sale right now of course no waiting Mm -mm -mm. yes 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 as much as the country was talking into bed Thursday night, the singer casually announced that the album was available for purchase on Apple Storefront. How's she just going to casually drop that? Oh, if you guys want my 14 new tracks and 17 accompanying music videos, you can go cop that on iTunes right now. I'm going to bed tonight. Yeah, me and my baby. I'm taking me and my baby. We're going to sleep. Right. I know her timeline was full of work, bitch, and all this shit. <laughs> You better know, yes. Like, <laughs> she, she, she woke up the next morning. She had like a million ads. She probably said that shit on a burner phone and threw it in the toilet and walked away, just, <laughs> yeah. just so that she wouldn't have to worry about the mentions. Yeah. So I don't need these notifications. I already know what it is. Yes. And she knew the album was gonna be fire too. Everybody I've heard reviewers liked it. You oh, know, I mean that are Beyonce fans. fans Obviously, yeah. there's people that just don't like Beyonce. But who's talking about you? Um, currently an iTunes exclusive, the visual album boasts 14 new tracks, 17 accompanying music videos. In just three hours, 80,000 downloads were logged. And that was when they broke iTunes. So who knows how many more could have been logged. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, people like, like you who went in and couldn't initially get it. Cause iTunes like, we have reached the max. Beyonce beat the previous one week iTunes record set by Taylor Swift's massive red album, which sold four hundred sixty five thousand copies oh, in october 2012 think about that one you know that album was promoted yes two that is still less than beyonce by about two hundred thousand or so yes sir and lastly um beyonce put her shit out on thursday motherfucker she didn't do it on tuesday, tuesday. like most new music where you end up getting like you know five six days this shit was a weekend for her. She could have broke the million mar- march if she wanted easily, easily by putting this out on Tuesday. And she scored the biggest first week sales of 2013 for a female act. A day after its release, Beyonce topped the iTunes chart in 100 countries and has secured its seat atop this week's Billboard 2000, uh, Billboard 200. Might as well be 2000. She at the top, right? Ain't that the truth? Though not officially announced until midweek, Bay has guaranteed her, B has guaranteed herself the number one slot, a fifth consecutive debut for her. Mm-hmm. The feat is all more impressive considering she only had three days worth of sales. The tracking week ends on Sunday versus traditional release weeks, which typically begin with albums released on Tuesdays. She spotted you motherfuckers three days, basically. Cause she didn't release it till Thursday night. 
so she pretty much spotted everybody three days and then said i watch this on monday videos of the woozy jay-z assisted drunken love radio smash in waiting xo officially premiered on vivo a double disc cd dvd is expected to be available as early as wednesday and individual tracks will become available on for download december 20th you know what she was like fuck a mother she was like commercials fuck that i am the commercial Mm -hmm. she just said it on twitter and people went crazy like I, like this is going to be one of those things where people will take it for granted over time mm-hmm. and look back at it like it wasn't that big a deal. This is a, the biggest of deals. Yep. Now, it's not a big deal because it won't change how stuff is done. Mm-mm. No one else is going to be able to copy this. Nope. If they do, they're but, going to be very embarrassed. But the risk of just saying, let's not tell anyone. I'll just say something about it on Twitter. Come on now. The Internet will do the rest. It's fucking phenomenal. It's such a brilliant strategy. And it's smart. You know, no one else is going to be able to copy it. I mean, what other act could do this? Taylor Swift does this. She's still not getting these numbers. Come on now. They pushed and promoted her. Yeah. Um, Flawless, man. She has like a feminist, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, speaker that had like, I think she gave a TED talk or something like that. And, uh, her name, I can't, Chimamanda. Adichie, Adichai, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Nigerian superstar writer on the block. Uh, she uh, wrote a, uh, like, she had a flaw, uh, I mean, a speech about feminism and stuff, and Beyonce took a little bit of that and put it in Flawless, and people are, like, really uh, excited about it um, because, you know, people for years have been fighting over, is she a feminist or not? Doesn't even fucking matter. Right. But, you know, it was... It, it, it mat, you know, it's one of those things where I think people said it didn't matter until she decided, like, I'm gonna put my hat in the game and I, I'm a feminist now. Um, I'm claiming this and I'm using this speech and, you know, I'm tired of people coming down on me and I, you know, and it was kind of a way to say, look, this is what I believe on, uh, what I believe in and that is just equality for everybody and that, if that, that makes me a feminist and I'm fine. And uh so now people are really about, you know, that feminist life for her. And people are writing these think pieces, and I'm here for it. I appreciate all the think pieces. Please overanalyze the album any way you want. Yep. I'm interested in reading it. If you guys find any, just send it to me on Twitter, at Rodimus Prime. Uh, I'm pretty much reading them all. You don't have to send me the crunk fem- feminist one. I've seen that one a lot. And it's called Five Reasons I'm Here for Beyonce the Feminist. Yeah. <laughs> five reasons. Yeah. Uh, number one, she's a work in progress, as we all are. In 2010, she gave an interview saying she was a feminist in a way because she valued her female friendships deeply. Earlier this year, she claimed she was a modern-day feminist. Now she is straight up embracing the term of her music and claiming her right to tell women to both bow down and encourage them to be self-confident with the mo- from the moment they step out of bed in the same damn song. I rock with that because her feminism is complicated and ours is to tell the truth. If your bed, if, if your bed and your, and the folks did you, you sh- snap her fingers when she said this, you know she did. If your bed and the folks you shared it with were an indicator of your politics, your car might get pulled too. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't even care if you're right around. I'm just supporting this, this message. Number two, some, sometimes bitches do need to bow down. <laughs> Say that again. Call that a hip hop generation feminist sensibility, but it's true. It's just like when Papa Pope gave Fitz the real. Oh man, she is a scare. Who is this lady? 
I want to talk to her. <laughs> this lady? She's scared of her. To get on medium talk, baby. Good grief. Go find this lady. Uh, it's just like, it's probably one of the women that hate me or something, but goddamn, she good. Uh, it's just like when Papa Pope gave Fitz the read of the century last night in Scandal. Boy, I'm literally above your pay grade. It's like the swag I don when academic goons try to step to me, even though they are clearly less qualified. Sometimes I've been known to tell folk, you haven't read enough to step to me. Go back and come again. The wo- ah, you ain't read enough. The world, <laughs> the world would be better if women would learn that we don't have to take everybody's shit. Not the white man's, not the black man's, not the state, not the hating ass next door neighbor, not your frenemies, nobody's. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm for that. She's right. Sometimes bitches do got to bow down, and I agree. Number three, academic feminists ain't the only kid on the block. Con- ain't that the truth? Confession, the first time I identified as a feminist, I was in grad school, and I was able to come to an informed conclusion after reading Beverly Guy, Chef Tall's Words of Fire, and Patricia Hill Collins' Black Feminist Thought. But we need to stop acting like a radical feminist is the only kind of feminist to be. I mean, look, I'm radical and committed to a robust structural critique, but I appreciate the good few liberal feminists in Congress who blow up and actually fight for reproductive rights that can be on the books. As Meek Mill says, there's levels to this shit. God damn, this woman ah! is perfect. How she, how she gonna quote Meek Mill and Patricia Hill Collins and Beverly Guy Sheftall in the same fucking paragraph? <laughs> what is this? She owned it. But newsflash, new everybody didn't go to college. So when women on school, of color start waxing eloquent about how our grandmothers and mothers were the first feminists we knew and many of them would never use the term, I wonder then why we don't understand Beyonce's homegrown brand of feminism, one that honors female friendships, one that recognizes and calls out sexism and domination in her industry, one that celebrates the power of women. No, it ain't all. It ain't well articulated radical social justice feminism. But if you need a Ph.D. to be a feminist, then we got bigger problems, folks. Say that again, honey. And I'll take a feminist that knows how to treat her homegirls before one who can spit the finer points of bell hooks to me all day or day. I didn't even change it. Every day is in there. Yeah. If I would give her a high five right now, cause that yeah. shit is on fire because a lot of people do make you feel less than or feel like we're in this fight together, but oh, you don't have a degree and oh, you're not educated. So, you know, your rights, what you're talking about ain't as important as what I'm talking about just for the simple fact that I'm educated. And it's one of those things where you like, bitch, we both got vaginas and titties. What is, what is you talking about here? Number four, I'm here for anybody that is checking for the F word since so many folks aren't except Republicans. Ain't nobody here for that. What we look for, what we look like embracing Queen Latifah and Erica Badu, even though they patently reject the term, but shading and policing Bay who embraces it. Or B, I guess I keep I always mm-hmm. pronounce that wrong. If B is is if B is embracing this term that is laud that is laudable. If she's figuring out her relationship to it, I embrace that. I will never let my politics be limited by folks' identification with a label. But it is nice when folks are willing to take that risk that comes with the word, especially when said folks are backing it up by living out feminism in ways available to them, performing with an all-girl band with visibly queer members, for instance. Um, yeah, I, I remember they also said like for the Super Bowl, she wanted like an all women staff or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I heard she performs with like all women, like like the her musicians, like her drummers and all right. that stuff. When she go live, they're all women. And 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 my and my thing about it is that she has every right to do that. And I've always said it. When it comes to feminism, there's different levels. Everybody's not the same. Everybody's not going to be fighting for the same things. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the thing is also, like, 
the problem i that i see a lot with feminism and stuff and the reason i don't really want to be part of the label or anything like that it, or even like i don't want to be called anything not an ally nothing i'm just a nigga with my opinion and that's my opinion and it might jive with yours and it might not sometimes right but um i don't like the idea of the label necessarily um for myself because i feel like it's it comes with like a set of like people trying to monitor your every move and kick you in and out mm-hmm. and i'm and dictate what what feminism is to you right and it's very and it, different it, yeah. to every person and you already see women do it to each other yes. i don't even want to get involved it's, if i've read so much shit about people that think beyonce is not a feminist shit people were saying it after the album came out even in this song where she's clearly embracing the term and stuff they were like she's not really a feminist what about that time she did this thing and why, why does she wear this kind of clothes and blah and it's like this policing and it's kicking people out and people can make these eloquent arguments around for and against and all this shit but at the end of the day it's like if how what does it matter if the success of 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 this cause is taking it away from someone else you know what i mean yeah and 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 i think that the thing that really i guess frustrates me is that people want to put so many rules and so many regulations on what can and cannot be done and things like that why can't you be married with the child and say i'm a feminist why you know why you don't have to be single to be one you know you 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 can also guess what dress sexy post selfies on instagram and still be a feminism you can have an abortion and be a feminist you you know so it's like it's one of those things where people want to well those things to me don't seem that um controversial but necessarily you, but i've but, but like i've seen draw their lines on various different things right right but i've seen people be like you know um she was on the cover of this in a swimsuit, so she's not a feminist, right? Or, um, you know, just because you hire all women band doesn't matter because if you still married and talking about your husband and all these songs and you still promoting patriarchy, and it's like there's so many different ways to interpret that. And honestly, I don't have a problem with her in these areas. Me and I, you know, I, as a person, I would be cool with her. If y'all want to take that label away from her and strip it away because you feel like she's not doing whatever – I hope you understand you can't. No, you can't. Like, it's impossible. You can't make someone, the same way you can't make, uh, Erica Badu and Jill Scott say, you, if they don't want to call themselves feminists, you can't make them do it. You can't make her not be one because you don't like her. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that's the thing about it because there's a lot of women that don't, in my opinion, might not embrace the word feminism, but they, fight for women's rights and equal rights and things like that. Right. And it's just one of those things where uh, for a lot of people, they don't like the title because of all the negativity and things like that that's attached to it. And I completely understand that. And there are women that embrace it. And I completely understand that too. And like you say, it's just one of those things, something, like I said, something as simple as being married. People automatically want to kick you out. The group you're like, motherfucker, yes, I'm married, but it does not mean I don't want the same right, right. that you the, have. The, the woman who wrote the anti-selfie thing was like, I'm doing this because of feminism. And then there's people that are like, I'm feminist and that's why I do selfies. Like, I don't know the that's right answer right. to this shit. I just know that the fight isn't productive. I know the conversation isn't productive. I know that no one's coming to like 
conclusions that are hearing each other's points i just see a lot of people arguing that and i I think that's what has gotten down to that point and for a lot of people on the outside looking in and even men it's a complete turnoff because it's like y'all can't even get y'all shit together number five king bay always right like that's one of the things i see too men need to join us in this fight which side because y'all don't it's it's not always one side to this shit. no it's not and not everybody agrees and then if you do happen to have an opinion that you feel like well look i have your best interest in mind as well i have the best interest of humanity in mind but i don't agree with your opinion then you're part of the problem and they do want you to shut the fuck up so when you you don't agree with the things that they say right instead of just saying your definition different than my definition but when it comes to these things we have in common let's fight for these common causes but it's never like that it's like bitch you don't agree with me no i don't agree with you bitch you don't agree with me no i don't agree with you you're like well nothing's going to get accomplished like this yeah i don't see a lot of uh harmony and discussion being had most of it seems confrontational yes Um, but uh anyway back to this lady who is giving me life number five king bay or king b king b always brings her a game and manages to have fun while doing it i wish feminism could take some clues here we don't always bring our a game since we spend a whole lot of time trying to figure out who's in and who's out as if that is going to get us anywhere she must have heard us talking god damn she's good Time's out for the women of color feminist mean girl shit. Sometimes folks just be hating real talk. Cause if you ain't critiquing Katy Perry and Pink and all of them, all of them for being pro capitalist in league with the establishment, then back up off of B post haste. And yes, we can and should have a robust critique that is in itself. And that in itself ain't hating. But again, sometimes folks are just being mean or contrary. Yes. And we need to be about building some shit, not tearing shit down. God damn. I agree. And sometimes folks need to go to therapy and heal from shit the mean girls in your past did to you. Stop taking it out on B. She don't know you. Seriously. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. And I, especially that part about building shit, because I see way too much like, this site did this thing and they didn't do it right. And blah, blah. I'm like, so why don't you do it? And you Yourself. do it right. And all the people that are using this hashtag to critique these people, start another hashtag telling people to go read the shit that is right that you did and you'll get the hits and the web no, traffic no, you'll get the no. cre- credit and it starts slow it does it starts small it won't be as big as if one of these people gave you the space but eventually you will have uh you know you will have an opinion because there's a vacuum of your opinion obviously yes you will have a opinion that people will go look for because you're saying something differently you know yes but the problem is this people want to talk people really don't want to work yeah obviously but i'm yeah. just saying i'm sure the day they found what what's like crunk feminist collective.com i'm sure the day crunk feminist collective.com was founded that it wasn't like oh crunk feminist collective.com is the only site to go to for feminism you know what i mean but True. this article was the one that got linked to me the most because it's unique and because people people were reading it like oh this is a good perspective this is something that's good like i agree with this i don't see um you know uh, jezebel covering this i don't see fucking feministing cover this i don't see so they sent me this link this could be anyone's blog like you know what i'm saying like i don't even know how big this is i don't care Mm -hmm. but i'll probably come back and look at shit here because i'm like oh i liked her opinion it's different yes as opposed to being like let me tell you what's wrong with your article first of all you was cursing second of all you know like nah i'm cool you know what i mean i appreciate her use of scandal that is what i took from this the most i don't even know who wrote this i wish i did i guess they probably do the whole like 
I'm about to say everybody yeah. writes this or something like i yeah, don't know i'm surprised i ain't got nobody's name linked to it yeah i'm just gonna write on here like who wrote this yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> who wrote this how I can gotta, i find you yeah i want to talk to you and pick your brain you're so smart the truth. and you talk the language right the black language um all right guys i know what you guys are really here for you don't give a fuck about any of this shit do you i know who we talking about <laughs> just fucking with them black people we're just fucking with them blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time for fucking with black people oh wait let me come it's time for fucking with black people and uh today's contestant are uh high school out of boston that's right the city of boston is back in the news ain't that the brotherly love place nope that's philadelphia oh lord show you how much i pay attention boston is the anti-interracial love um <laughs> Here is an article uh, about a school, a high school in Boston that apparently had some issues uh, and had to cancel a game, you know, which is sad because, you know, it's, it's that time of the year, guys. The, the cocoa is warm. The kids all have the football pads on. It's December. Tony Romo is throwing interceptions, losing the game. Yes, You yes. know what time of year it is. The Slunenberg family is looking for answers. I really don't understand, like, why someone would even, like, do something like this. 13-year-old Isaac Phillips and his parents found this racial epithet spray-painted across their home. I have two younger brothers and a younger sister that, like, this is our house, this is where we live. It's just, like, like, eventually they're going to see it. The message reads, Knights don't need N-words. Isaac, whose mother is white and father is black, plays for the Blue Knights football team at Lunenburg. He says he's been oh. taking some hazing from his teammates for a while now. His cleats doused in water, the tires on his bike slashed. Which sounds like my ride home. But this is something else. He doesn't want to go to the school anymore. He's, you know, beyond upset about the whole situation. It's upsetting, obviously. I mean, all my, my kids all go here, so. Wait a minute. The school postponed Friday night's football game, and it may keep canceling games. If someone doesn't come forward, the superintendent and chief of police came to Isaac's home Saturday to tell the family they're working on it. This is not what our community is about, um, and uh, we are doing everything to work, cooperate with the, the police. And they're talking about taking their kid out of school. That bothers me. It does. Wait a minute. I think we covered this. Isn't this the woman who is suspected of also like she did the shit is it the same one i thought was the i thought with the other Let's one see here the film the hate because i looked up her name hate crime team whose house was spray painted with racially charged graffiti may have been victimized by his own mother the family initially blamed fellow football players complained their son is a victim of hazing by the school's football team um school authorities canceled the rest of the season after no one from the team came forward to admit the hate crime mother andrea brazier brazier vaguely alluded to her guilt while being questioned by officials over over graffiti i think we did yeah this. they were saying we did do this yeah one. so still 100 that's probably what we gave her i don't know 100 um <laughs> and uh here's one that's it's not even an article guys i have to put this in the chat for you so you can see what exactly is fucking going on here okay george zimmerman that's right this nigga. default 100 um he is now selling his art on ebay 
is art george zimmerman original painting uh it says here in the uh description first hand painted artwork by me george zimmerman everyone has been asking what i've been doing myself i found a creative way to express myself my emotions and the symbols that represent my experiences my artwork allows me to reflect providing a therapeutic outlet and allows me to remain indoors i hope you enjoy owning this piece as much as i enjoy creating it your friend george zimmerman questions hi i'm interested in the painting and wondering how big it was also did you sign the painting thanks and have a good day thanks for the inquiry the painting is 18 inches by 24 inches and yes it is signed your friend gz does Hello. it come with a gun <laughs> what Karen? does it come with a gun <laughs> did he paint it with bullets is there any uh black teenage blood on it uh i would like to know what how'd you get the hues uh it says god one nation with liberty and justice for all uh and it's a flag is and it really looks photoshopped like it looks like he just printed it i, don't, I doubt he painted this at all Mm-mm. uh maybe this isn't even a painting uh i don't know he's this, scamming them people yeah uh how much do you think it's going for chat room uh fifteen thousand dollars is the correct answer fifteen thousand dollars is what george zimmerman's original painting is currently at fifteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand digger fifteen thousand dollars to me that doesn't represent how much people believe in his um work as much as it it represents how much people hate black people come on now and love guns oh man so yeah a hundred for this fifteen thousand dollars i couldn't sell my kidney on ebay for fifteen thousand dollars um let's talk about this one guys all right let's 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 matter of fact let's make this one uh yeah this is fucking with black people too i was gonna do guest race but i think it's more fucking with black people amazing johnson 66 years old amazing johnson that's what they used to call me when i did porn <laughs> you know what i'm saying guys <laughs> uh back in the day you know uh i used to get it in it was a uh, life yeah that's what they used to call me amazing johnson it didn't work all right well uh amazing johnson apparently is uh isn't she severed the top of her finger okay you say she's six right Mm -hmm. okay she severed the top of her finger which is painful it was accidentally caught in a door at school i've had that happen to me instead of calling 911 school officials only called her parents Letitia Coleman, Amazing's mother. She severed, which means her finger completely separated. Mm-hmm. And she, they called the parents. She received a call from Hughes Road Elementary Administrators about her daughter's injury, but tells, tells her that they downplayed just how severe the injury was. Coleman was told the nurse was working with Amazing, that Amazing was fine, and she's being loved on by the nurse. With a severed finger? Mm-hmm. That is amazing. The emergency medical help was not called, and even though, even as it became clear she was missing a piece of her finger, in a prepared statement, Dickinson ISD confirms Amazing lost the tip of her finger and that her parents were called to take her to the hospital. Had they not been able to reach Amazing's parents, if there, if it were a life-threatening incident, 911 would have been called. Letitia Coleman arrived at the hospital where Amazing had been taken by her father to find him holding a bag, and he had the tip of her pinky in the bag. Oh, 
doctors are able to reattach her fingertip but that does not dismiss the negligence letitia letitia coleman fills the school display during the incident yeah somebody got rules and policies and procedures in place for shit like this she told the news that she spoke with the school's principal and asked why didn't you call 911 the response she didn't feel like it was an emergency <gasps> coleman continues how is this not an emergency and her fingers in a bag i'm thinking maybe a child has to be dead and that's the only way to call 911 other school officials in the area uh reported to the news uh that 911 is called only at the discretion of the school nurse if an event is believed to be a medical emergency 911 will be called otherwise the child's parents are contacted i'm only gonna give this 25 because i don't know that it happened because she was black that's the only reason i'll give it 25 it might just be their policy yeah she's the only reason i know she's black is because her name is amazing and we all know white people don't name their kids amazing come on let's be honest guys all right, that's but, what we're about here. Yeah, it's. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Sorry, that's all I can say. No problem. Let's move to the next article. It's time to play the game you guys really want to see us play. I know what they all showed up for. That is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. I said, now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show crossing all podcast land, where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we let the audience play along as they guess the race. Uh, let's get right into it, guys. I hope you're not nervous about guessing the race. You racist sons of guns. <laughs> A man gets life for killing his stepson over a video game noise. Oh, shit. Instead of something turning that video game down. It took jurors 25 minutes to convict a Milton man in the murder of his 16-year-old stepson. 25 minutes? What what they do? Uh, Play a few hands of a talk? It was like, that nigga guilty. (laughs) 25 minutes? Eric Brand, yeah, he can't even go on lunch break on that. Oh. Eric Brandon, 48, confessed to killing Alexander Kozer because the teen's video games were too loud. DA Paul Howard said Brandon was not was then sentenced to life plus five years in prison. <laughs> I love when they do that. It's like you get death penalty plus five years. Oh, we're gonna be sure you never get now. Uh, after being convicted of murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. Alex and a friend were playing video games in his family's townhouse on Sunday afternoon, February 2012, when Brandon asked his stepson to stop making so much noise. According to the police in the court testimony, but it wasn't quiet enough for Brandon, who retrieved a 12-gauge shotgun and shot Alex three times. <gasps> that really had to fuck up that kid who was just there playing with his friend. What I tell you about that noise, boy? Hmm? What I tell you about all that goddamn noise you here making? See, y- y'all, y'all want to see if the NSA would have been recording, they could have caught him all on film. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing jail anyway. It's like I, for the last goddamn time, if I hear you play Call of Duty one more time, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back in here. Okay, Dad. Neely's like, hey, you niggers, you niggers want to play some Call of Duty with me, huh, nigger boys, huh? Suck my dick, niggers. Nigger faggot. Ah! Boy, what I tell you about that game? I'm sorry, Dad. I'm turning down. No, fuck that shit. Ah! And that's what happened to... Oh, you made me jump. I didn't expect a gun. <laughs> that's what happened to little uh, Alex Kosher. 
Oh, um, I bet these friends that was like, Fuck, I will never play a video, another video game in my goddamn life again. Yeah, I hope it wasn't Call of Duty. How can you ever play Call of Duty again? Every time you shoot somebody with a shotgun, you're going to be like, oh, well, if only Alex was here. Um, oh. Yep. Uh, Brandon then called 911 and told operators he had shot his stepson, and he was arrested and placed in a police car. Brandon boasted about the killing and stated he hoped the boy was dead. Well, Damn. Jesus. Alex died at the scene at the time of his arrest. And it only took them 25 minutes? They should have just, the jury should just sit there, <laughs> looked at each other, and was like, our decision is already made. Right. We now dismiss you guys for deliberation. Uh, there's no need for that. No, you, no, yeah. you don't have to dis, you don't, have, I, I, you don't have to dismiss us. They literally could have turned around. Show of hands. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, definitely. All the eyes. At the time of his arrest, Brandon did not have a criminal record and there were no prior reports of a fight at the home. Brandon and Alex lived in Genesis Way townhouse with the teen's two younger siblings and mother. Brandon's wife, police said, uh, the teen's mother and siblings were not home at the time of the shooting. But teenagers who knew Alex said the junior at Alpharetta High School had previously complained about his stepfather. Alex Messing, who called himself Coulter's best friend, told AJC two days after the shooting that Alex Coulter and his stepfather were always arguing. Before his death, Alex Kozer was known as a poet and a cartoonist. He was very good at animation, Messing said. Guess the race of Eric Brandon, killer of Alex Kozer, uh, who wouldn't turn the game down. Let's go to the chat room and see what guesses they have. Let's see here. Um, where are we at? Where are we? Okay. Uh, and when they say doop doop doop, y'all know that be white e. One who snorts Parmesan cheese to get high and violates the laws of personal space on a daily basis without saying excuse me. Oh my. Methy McMethington, George Zimmerman painting bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Three times must have been for the number of times he lost in Madden. If it was black, it would be two K, and he only he would only get beat up. Oh. White. A morning jogger. <laughs> Stepfather, cousin, Uncle White. Oh. Caucasian, Trevor Phillips from GTA 5 White. Call of Duty Ghost White. Blood on the cheese from the popular trees. He could have been somebody. Ah! Blood on the cheese. Um, well, I love that one. That's Red Bump Sonya. One who screams, get her done while watching NASCAR. White trashy trash white. And white is the soap. As soap from Call of Duty, correct answer. Everybody got it white. When I say sound of music watchers. You guys all got it. Let's go to the next story and uh, see what we got here. Um, <clears throat> a man was killed by a train on the east side of Des Moines Tuesday night. He was apparently fleeing after committing a home invasion just blocks away. Lopez Christian Weber, wait, Lopez Christian Webster, 32, of Des Moines, reportedly tried to dodge between two rail cars on a moving train around 9, 10 p.m. Dodge between them? Yeah. The fuck was he watching? Ain't that the truth? Been watching James Bond or some shit? Can't do that. He didn't make it. The train sliced his body in two. (gasps) Oh, shit! That is instant justice. The home invasion was reported about 9.05 p.m. So and you know what? It ain't, it ain't like the video games. I don't know, but nobody told him. He ain't going to respond from that one. One of the home residents was in the living room when Webster reportedly entered Webster's o- uh, older 
reportedly entered and webster ordered the man to his knees two other occupants of the home told police they barricaded themselves in another room when they heard fighting webster allegedly yelled something the victim couldn't understand multiple times then stabbed the victim with a small knife (gasps) the victim suffered three stab wounds to his left arm lacerations to his chest right arm and neck that's gotta suck oh getting stabbed when it's like i really want to understand what you're saying you're damn motherfucker like i get on you want me on the ground what Get I, the oh, oh, I got my, oh, please put the knife down, sir. Webster grabbed oh. something from the house and then left. The victims claimed they didn't know what grass, what, who Webster was, but provided police a description that matched Webster. Uh, yes, he was a, uh, about five foot ten. Uh, he was in two halves. Uh, <laughs> two halves. <laughs> uh, a bottom half and a top half. Uh, you know what? We do have someone fitting that description. Uh, you think if we put this piece on that piece, it'll look like you got? Webster <laughs> reportedly <laughs> ran north after along the double set of train tracks in front of a witness waiting for the train to pass. He crossed one set of tracks and tried to jump between cars of a train on the second set. <gasps> so I guess he was like, oh, I will fuck him up. I'm going to jump on this train and then I'm going to, then I'm going to hop on this other train going the other way. They'll never see it. Um, engineer for union pacific train apparently didn't realize anything had happened oh, i continued on of course why would he have because he probably was asleep <laughs> no no that's probably like a thump or a bump you know because you you fine with your train going down the road you know unless it's something like a car or some shit you mm. know you probably they probably hit shit all the time with them trains right he, he didn't know he was sitting there chilling and all of a sudden this motherfucker comes up like get off the track boy move can't you see what are you doing oh damn i just cut you in half <laughs> sorry about that um but oh yeah he, clearly clearly what was happening um the uh crossing arms on the side of the track were down at the time which for everybody with sanity means don't, don't come on the fucking track don't put your head don't take your ass out there webster has a criminal record including drug and assault charges uh, going back to 2000 court records show he was last arrested november 29th for first degree theft that charge was dismissed well i feel like you don't even know the half you know but ah, they don't know half the truth yeah, <laughs> they don't know half, half you're right they don't know half the truth uh i also feel like <laughs> they didn't they don't they don't know the whole story yes i, I feel like at this point he was he is uh probably half the man he used to be now All right, uh, let's check the chat room and see what guesses they have for his race. Uh, out of Des Moines, guys. Des Moines. Let's see. I don't know. Filipino. I'll take an L on this. Possible white man, but his skin black, though. What? That's Why are y'all trying to have it both ways? So you're saying he's a black and possible white man. Slip and slide backed it. Slip and slide backed it? Oh, is that black latino i don't know i really want to say white but i feel like only black people are dumb enough to give their child first name lopez <laughs> oh train not spotting white <laughs> train not spotting i guess he will be he will be resting in pieces black <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah he could jump roll for that one <laughs> uh this dude was a whole fool black oh i want to say one who beats one who beats down adrian broner wetback argentinian spanish but this has got to be a trick let's go nigger 
a ghost hunter <laughs> ghost hunter 9-11 box cut the wilderness curry smelling quickie mart employee the greased up deaf ju- dude no one could watch from family guy boxcar wet what willie white boxcar willie white slipping slides are wet white wait can't impossible white men be black yes you're correct uh so the correct answer is black some of you got it and some of you guys went with white and mexican and 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 middle eastern you guys are all wrong correct correct people the correct yeah lopez should have gave it away lopez for a first name that is some black shit that's last name it had been latino right that's almost as black as amazing right um i think that's a beautiful name but yes let's go to the next i mean it's but it's black though white people ain't naming their kids amazing that's true what what is this doing there we go Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, guys. It's time for double the points, double the race, the bonus round of guess the race. So far, people are like two and one, two for two. Everybody's doing different in the chat room. This is your chance to get back in. If you're out of it, are you guys nervous about the bonus racism? Yes, I know they scores everywhere. Right. Um. A man dressed as Wolverine robs Gwinnett County, Georgia stores. <laughs> Listen, bub. <laughs> I want all the cash in the safe. Don't make me put my cows out of my skin. <laughs> right. Gwinnett County uh, police. What do, we, what do you think his claws be like? Uh, butter knives? Steak knives? <laughs> like, I don't know. He's just a know. regular dude. Uh, it's time to go to Clown to City. I don't have any money. That's not what I need to hear. You Berserker think- Barrage. <laughs> you think he make his own sound effects to ching? <laughs> yeah. Shink. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Gwinnett County police are looking for a man accused of robbing at least two cell phone stores in unincorporated Norcross. Cell phone stores? Uh, I guess uh, maybe the hand is tracking them or something. Apparently so. That's one thing I do. <laughs> I'm, the best there is. I'm the best there is in what I do. And what I do is still in cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to do no real robberies. In at least one of the incidents, the suspect was dressed as Marvel comic book superhero Wolverine. The first robbery occurred November 22nd at the T-Mobile store in Norcross Village Shopping Center on Buford Highway near Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Gwinnett County police said the suspect pointed a gun at the T-Mobile employee and demanded money for the register. After receiving the cash, he ran from the store. Surveillance video captured the man entering the shopping complex from the nearby Huntington Ridge apartment complex. Well, it's easy to track him. You already know his name. It's Logan. <laughs> ah, ain't that the truth? And maybe Patch if he's hiding in a on a on a different island. Come on now. If he's in Madripoor, go by Patch. Uh, Metro PCS store in the same shopping center was robbed. I feel like yeah, no- they're tracking all the mutants in SA, so they definitely would have found his ass. I feel like no one's gonna get these jokes, but people that love comic books, I <laughs> know, right? Everybody's <laughs> gonna go back later and be like, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Well, that's why we had to nerd off, right? Police believe the same suspect committed both robberies. The T-Mobile store was robbed again December 6th. This time, cameras inside showed the suspect wearing yellow sweatpants with light blue sleeves. This nigga really was Logan. Police believe the shirt is part of a Wolverine costume. Did he have a beard too? Uh, the, I don't know. 
uh, Logan doesn't always have a beard. Oh, uh, that's true. He does have some scruff though. Uh, for some reason, he was, uh, between five foot six to five foot nine. I'm assuming closer to five foot six. 140 to 160 pounds. That can't be right because adamantium skeleton, uh, that is laced with, uh, skeletons laced with adamantium. Makes you heavy. Add all kinds of weight to him. It's the mm-hmm. most dense metal on earth. Uh, he probably can't swim. Uh, he has short facial hair. Well, that is like Logan. Guess the race chat room of this man, uh, Wolverine. Affluenza sufferer. I'm assuming that's white. Put the money in the bag, bub. That's not a race. Ain't no nigga gonna dress as James Howlett. No, so whiter, th- so whiter than the entire Weapon X program. Big Aww. Dipper Dragonfly. He would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for Black Boat. Am I right? Black. It, yeah. was, met- it was Metro PCS. No white people robbing a Metro PCS store. Black, black, Metro PCS. Metro PCS, total wino frequent shopper. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Shayna. That's good, Shayna. Redbone Sahaya says, uh, hold on, where, let me slide back up. He wanted to grab all the Obama phones. Black, ah! T-Mobile store, black. I'm the best there is at what I do. What I do is drink a lot of red Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Rogers before the steroids. From the great white north, let's see, cell phone stores, Wolverine outfit, T-Mobile apartment complex, Metro PCS, Negro, that's the giveaway. His sister uses just for me black, whiter than the real Santa Claus, whiter than all of Hydra, the correct answer is, and this is very, a lot of people all over the place, black! Some of you guys guess white. But you shouldn't be ashamed of that one. That was just a good one. When I saw that one, I said, that's going to get a lot of people. Um, tomorrow's episode, we will have, uh, Reggie and Nicole from What's, What's the, the Tea. Tea? But, uh, we can't get out of here without talking about something very important. A man has been sentenced in a sword attack case. According to court records, Ronald Winich was sentenced to a Minnesota correctional facility for 74 months. He was awarded 234 days credit for time served. The case stems from an incident back in April of this year in the city of Springfield. According to the criminal complaint, now 23-year-old Winish forced his way into a woman's home. Authorities say he kicked in the door after he was inside when it struck the woman with the sword. Court documents go on to say the victim's shoulder was sliced to the bone as a result of the attack. Back on November 25th, Winnish pleaded guilty to felony court count of assault. Court records indicate two other felony charges were dismissed. So sad. I think this guy should be in prison for life. I don't understand why they would plead out and drop the other two felonies. Come on now. Uh, this is the problem with sword. Letting these sword owners get away. You wouldn't be doing this. Exactly, man. Um, so yeah, it's been the Blackout Tips podcast. Uh, Brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Go to tweakedaudio.com, put in the code TBGWT, get 33% off of in-your-ear headphones. These earbuds, they're discreet. You get them for work. You know, you don't have to worry about people bothering you. Maybe you want to put people onto the podcast and it's the Christmas season. You can send them a gift of some headphones. Well, uh, this is a good way. You're like, hey, here's some earbuds. Now you don't have to worry about your boss leaning over your shoulder wondering what you're listening to. So go to tweakedaudio.com. You get 33% off. You get free shipping and it comes with a lifetime guarantee on each pair of headphones that you buy. I think a lifetime guarantee is convincing enough because let's be honest, nothing comes with a lifetime guarantee anymore. You know, mm-hmm. after a year, your Xbox one breaks, you got to go to Microsoft and blow them to get it back. Get another one. Ah! 
fine but i'm good too yeah this this is totally different guys so make sure you guys take advantage of this deal while we have it tweaked audio just put in the code tbgwt get your discounts and get christmas that time free- coming y'all y'all still got enough time and they quick they mm-hmm. really quick you will literally get it in days or it will get there in days get your free shipping get your lifetime guarantee get your 33 percent off code tbgwt at tweakedaudio.com all right man um we'll be back tomorrow uh it's another great show karen uh until tomorrow i love you you too baby let's get the fuck out of here